Hello and welcome to Nerd Speak, episode 80. This is Ted, and with me as always is my nephew Brendan. What's up, Nerd Nation? And my older brother Brian. Evening. And we're joined by our very special guest, Gordon Stain. Strain. 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 My bad. <laughs> every time. You like, said stain in the no, text message. No, said strain every like, time you ask. No. I'm like, that, that sounded wrong. <laughs> that right? It must have been autocorrected. Anyway, Gordon's going to join us this week as our special, our first interview uh, guest that we're going to do. So it'll be a normal show, but we're going to throw in a little extra for him this week. So, um, Gordon, what are you watching nowadays? What's the last movie you saw? Uh... I watched a couple movies on the plane home this past weekend from England, including oh, yeah. on the way home <laughs> yeah. from England, like I do every weekend. <laughs> uh, including with my nine-year-old. Were you on the Concord? Yeah. Do they? Does that still fly? Mm. No. Hotel Transylvania Three. And, I've seen uh, it. We also watched the Lego Movie. Nice. Oh, good one. We were going to watch Solo, but we we did run out of time. So, but I think actually Solo would probably be the last thing I also saw in theaters. Ooh, yeah, right. it's been a minute. It's been a, with a nine-year-old. You only see so many, so yeah. right. A you know, lot you know, the, you know. They can go to movies at that point, right? Oh, she went to Solo. She <laughs> was there opening night with me, but uh, yeah, it's just tough. Did that actually capture her the whole time? Oh, Solo. Yeah, she okay. she loved it. She's she, she's been watching Star Wars. You know, obviously since I could start it for nine her. years. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's good. I was curious because some people found it a little slow. So, it only really suffers through one part. Otherwise, it's it's not a bad movie. Have you heard that they uh, someone has gone out and digitally remastered it with, with Harrison Ford's yeah. Ford face on him? And apparently, it's pretty good. <laughs> like, can it, it be? Like, is his facial features what ruined that movie? Yeah, I was gonna no, say. No, his swagger is what's ruined the movie. It, well, you it can't change. It, it like, just he never. From my understanding, they just put his face on. What's his uh, from face? what I've heard, it was actually done fairly well. Well, right, but it's somebody like, in their basement. It's just his face, though. It's not like they like took just him like, and, like made everyone him do else with a laptop was and Photoshop was able to do a better job of disguising Henry Cavill's mustache, mustache than yeah. DC could. You know, so well, I will say that Solo left me really wanting the Lando movie. That's. That's yeah. what it is. I know, he, not like, the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a gateway to Lando. I've heard totally. that's the big thing, is that, yeah, everybody was more in love with Lando, which, I mean, everybody is always. Well, and I think I said before lovers, it even yeah. happened that he was going to steal the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely going to be Lando 1. <laughs> <laughs> or Chewbacca 2. Yeah. yeah, Chewbacca was good. Yeah. yeah. Brian, what about you? Last movie you saw, something you're watching nowadays? Well, repeated Venom this weekend, because Grayson oh, wow. came home and wanted really? to see it. Yeah, and I still stand that this is not a terrible movie, especially from a Sony perspective. Might be their best Spider-Verse movie they've ever done. But did it actually stay for the second stinger, which was pretty big. Oh, really? All right, stop. So there was... Hang on. Yeah. The first time you sat there, you didn't stay until all the way to the end. No, we stayed to the first stinger, and then... You're like, ah, fuck it, let's go. Have you it not learned kept, anything in the two years we've been doing this? Well, or the ten it, years it Marvel wasn't, put out movies? It wasn't an MCU movie, so I assumed we aren't going to get another one. And everyone else left the theater, and it just kept going and going and going. And it, Brandon, what's the number one rule about going to movies? Yeah. You stay till the end. 
well, people work hard to make those movies, and yeah, you, yeah they, you need well, to deserve to have game names recognized. Red. The thing is, it has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Hurts. No, it's it's a five minute. I'm sure it's out there, everybody can. I haven't, so don't say anything. I mean, it's not gonna spoil it, but it's a five minute Spider Verse uh, promo. Does it have Howard the Duck? In really? It? Yeah. No. <laughs> but it does have Peter Porker. Peter Porker. Peter Porker's in yeah. it. So it was like a trailer, basically, at the end of the movie. It's like five minutes of the movie. Mm. For the Spider-Verse movie? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's not a stinger. That's no. another trailer. It's another... It's a... Yeah. A, a dang dingleberry at the end or something. Oh. You know why they're called trailers, right? Yeah, I used it to. It all makes sense now. <laughs> because they trailed the day, at the yeah, end of the movie. They used to come after, after the movie. movie. Right. So yeah. On all my trailers. VHS tapes, they were always at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right, Brendan, what about you? What are you uh, I'm trying to remember because I did go through and we bought up a bunch of movies on iTunes because I'm trying to build my library. Hey, I did buy Record Rob yesterday. Did you watch it? Not yet. Damn it. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. And I want to say, I think the last I think the last movie I watched was Cabin in the Woods. Well, you're on and your you 30 days of Halloween, yeah, right? right? Did you actually make it through it? I thought Aaron stopped it. That's so I finished it. Okay. Then I watched Blade. Okay. Oh, nice. I did get that. Yep. Those need to get on Netflix. I bought them as a bundled trilogy on iTunes, so now I own all three of them. Yeah, he was nice. after he was he was questioning well, me on text I message that. about trilogy. what about these <laughs> iTunes bundles? Where how do I find these bundles? And well, so we had an episode a couple of times ago that we were talking about like going digital and hey, you want to do that not into the microphone? <laughs> Sorry, you made the slushy drink. That yeah, you, you about don't yet. have to stir it. It's ambiance. Um, and because I have all of my DVDs, Ted still has his DVDs. He has DVDs, but has like since moved on to buying everything digitally, and uh, and being a millennial, I guess I should be moving towards digital instead of analog. But so our fifty-something is schooling our thirty-something, and yeah, and so I've started to buy movies on the iTunes. Don't now you feel lighter? I do, because it's like I will more I look around and I'm like, nope, I don't have any movies around here, and I'm like, damn. I so bought, I started I bought Ant Man and, and Wasp this week on Blu-ray. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can I? I would like to yeah. add just because the DVD, Blu-ray, all that conversation. I did because I'm still I'm like fifty fifty or I'm like seventy thirty maybe. Okay. Seventy digital, but thirty. But I did watch the uh, uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy a couple weekends ago. Nice on Blu-ray, the extended. There you go. So, well, so another bundle, and it, this one's gonna have to wait because <laughs> it's a little bit more hefty in price. But it's all the Hobbit movies, all the Lord of the Rings movies, and they're all the extended versions. Yeah. And I think for the what... So it's... I mean, those extended Lord of the Rings movies are two movies within themselves. Yeah. So well, it's they, like six. They ha- they take two Blu-rays each. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So was it like 49 bucks or something? It's like 70 bucks. Yeah. But I was like, well worth it. Cause and, that's, like, and that's one of the things, uh, you know, one of my big, like, bonuses of, of why you do this is because when they do upgrade the movie whether it's the the quality of the movie going to 4k or the length of the movie or whatever you get that you know automatically happens within itunes so okay wait a minute you buy because you're telling me if they start release re-releasing things in 4k they're automatically going to bump that up to you without any kind of money yeah it's already happened that's bull that's he has it it happens you can now you can now purchase movie like once it's done then the pricing reflects the 4k 
But if he already had it and they made it into 4K, then his will get upgraded or updated. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah we then, talked about that. And then, the, and like and they did the same 4K. thing when things went from standard definition to high def. Sure. On you know they they gave you that you went up to the high def. Now you have the option to buy down. So now if you look, you can buy the standard def for. I mean, that's kind of crappy and, because, I, you know, they're putting 4K and Blu-ray out, and they're, the 4K is a higher price. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. hmm. Going back to my it argument about why this is a better tethered. idea. Maybe I ought to go back and listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, like, our eyes are getting worse, right? So doesn't right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can't see any of this. No. We it feel like we can see it. Because nobody's got a display to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, what about you? What are you watching? Uh, me and the wife actually got out last weekend, and we actually had a date night on Friday. And we went and saw Bad Times at the El Royale. Ooh. How was it? How bad was that? It's not bad at all. I enjoyed it. Uh, It's a little slowish in in some parts, Mm -hmm. but um, overall pretty good. Okay. And it kind of takes a... A few twists that you don't necessarily see coming if you're an average moviegoer, but and, and experienced how, such as myself. Was this, yeah. Was this the first weekend for it or second? No, no, it's been no, out No, it's been for out a for a couple weekends. Okay. Yeah, it's been out for a while. There was there's still a pretty good crowd in there for a Friday night. So. Well, when we went and saw Venom, the we were trying to go to a, a bit earlier show, and three hours before, it was sold out. Damn. Mm. And judging by the... The numbers here doesn't look like it should have been, but it, we I actually like didn't believe the the app, and we went early anyway mm-hmm. and walked into the theater trying to find a seat. It was all empty. I mean, it was all full. How yeah. big was the theater? It was not that big. <laughs> well, you know they've all gone to the bigger seats, and so everything's a little bit scaled down in terms of seating. But can't fit as many butts in those new nicer seats. Yep. It doesn't seem. Oh, I see what you did there. That's just Monday's total. What you wrote okay, I was like, "What?" And because I, you know what, I, was I like, totally this, forgot. Well, I was going to make a comment if, when we hit the review that this looks like the worst weekend I, ever. Well, <laughs> I, like, I was writing them down, and I was like, "Jesus, what happened there, this there, weekend?" There we go. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's that, that makes that more looks sense. more like a box office. Um, hey, El Royale, I'd go see it. Cool. I mean, I, I would suggest it. Jeff Bridges is show stealer. He, he can't do anything wrong in my eyes. Well, yeah. And then um, I forget the girl's name. Who plays? Uh, it's, it's the black lady. Of course, you through. forgot her name. I, I actually looked it up afterwards because I was like, "Man, what is she in?" But she's going to be in the new movie, the Widows movie. Oh yeah, with, uh, Widows. Yeah, which we had a big old trailer for that before. Nice. Uh, but she's awesome in it, and she can sing the shit out yeah. of anything. Cool. So, yeah. Um, but it doesn't look like it's going to hit its budget. Not yet. So yeah, well, let's just move on to our box office review. Uh, Halloween came out this weekend, and to no surprise, one with seventy-six million. Uh, Star- <laughs> with a budget of ten. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> well, and eight of that is for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Uh, Star Star is Born keeps trucking along with nineteen, uh, puts it up at one twenty-six, and I think that's just going to keep steamrolling. Venom Brian contributed to again with eighteen, puts it at one seventy-one. So that's probably Sony's first bankable comic book movie. <laughs> In a while. No. I, it's it's a probably while. since their last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, and then your Goosebumps 2 comes out with $9 million. So, And Jack Black is in that. Is he? Yeah. I thought yeah, I saw he him He definitely in is in that. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, he wasn't in any of that first trailer. No, he wasn't. No, but, but I told shows you up. I saw the trailer in theater that he had a brief, like, splash scene in. And I'm like, that looked like Jack Black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It looks like the same damn movie. I don't know how they got away with this. <laughs> it's Halloween. 
I kids, get kids on October break. They need to see a movie, and why not just re-release it? Okay, uh, and then let's move on to some trailers. We got the new Clint Eastwood movie, The Mule, which looks like he's a little guy trying to redeem himself with his family by making some money. It looks like he's a skeleton that happens to have skin <laughs> on it, trying to hustle some cocaine across some borders. I think he's a long-time drug mule. My God, and, and is like. This been is doing the, it. the last, the last one. Yeah, the, yeah. he's, he's now finally getting out, and his family knows what he does, and I don't think appreciates him for it, and so now he's. But then he has to kick her by his ass for yeah. for the last one. But uh, you get uh, Bradley Cooper and uh, Luis Pena in it as well. Yeah, so could be interesting. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Michael. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, the upside. I already forget. Oh, this is uh, Kevin Hart and uh, Brian <laughs> Cranston. I thought this looked good. This looks really good. One of those nice feel-good movies. And this is a remake of a French film that came out a couple of years ago. Uh, let's be clear here. It is a French film about an American story that's been read-now told by Americans. That so was going to be based better. on something that actually happened. That it is, is a you know, real it, story. It looked For like making America great again. Yeah. Tolerable Kevin Hart, right? That was yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian's like that. opinion. Yeah. I love Kevin Hart. I there's been a couple things that he's I like, but there's sometimes that he's just over the top. I can't do his stand up. I don't like it. Yeah, it's a stand up. His like early stand up, I loved that one that he did where it was the entire stadium. I thought it was hands down like his worst stand up, and I was yeah. like, "This dude just sold out a football stadium." The one in Philadelphia is that the one? Where's yeah. that? Yeah, it was so terrible. I was not. I didn't like that one very much, but his movies I love for sure. Well, uh, I'll get to that later. Okay, when I have free time. <laughs> <laughs> in this in this outline. Uh, there you go. Based on the motion picture, Les Intouchables. So there you go. All right. Uh, then we have the Christmas Chronicles, Netflix. Uh, Updated Elf. Santa movie with uh, Kurt Russell looking rather buff as Santa. I think, yeah, I think he looks awesome as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's I mean, he looks like Ego with a Santa suit on, but <laughs> you yeah. can't beat Russell in a beard. That beard is <laughs> amazing. Out of this it's world. Like wider grew up and I'm growing this. <laughs> yeah. I'm growing this out. <laughs> Started giving out toys. Do you think that's his facial hair? Do you think that's no? Amazing? That's, that's fake. totally fake. There's no way that's, that's real. That's got like 18 cans of Aquanet on yeah. it. And so, do you think his Ego beard was him? I think his ego beard was him, because yeah. then he had he that was his beard in mm-hmm. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah, yeah. And those right. were like done around the same time. Mustache, yeah. okay. I don't think this one is his. No, it I might be. Folk. I think he's got extensions. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll catch this sometime on Netflix. So. Oh, for sure. Holiday season, why not? It is a Netflix movie, right? Yeah, Netflix original. Yeah, yeah. Netflix original. Is it gonna be in theaters? No, so I don't think so. Only, I don't think it's t- truly just a Netflix. Yeah. Film. They normally only put their movies into theaters. That they're trying to get Oscars. Yeah, because they have to. And we did talk about this, but apparently Netflix and the Cannes Film Festival has come to some sort of agreement where they're going to let them show their movies there now. Screen there? Oh, cool. So there you go. Uh, The next one, Curse of La Llorona? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Are you not a horror film fan? I, I am not. Because we watched this and you're like, nope. nope. And then you're instantly nope again. But then, I mean, there are, like, people tell me Jaws is horror. I mean, it is. But I Jaws love, is suspense. Like, suspense. I love Jaws. Yeah. yeah. But I also love monster-type movies. But, you know, that type of these jump out of the... This jump scare. Jump yeah, out of jump the shadows. Scare, that's not my thing. Okay. The Conjuring, the, what was the one that just came out? The Nun? No, the see, nun. I like those, the, the Catholic lore... 
That's just because you're in Catholic school for eight that's years. I love that's wow. that's my kind of horror movies. I love all that Catholic lore and stuff. Those are great horror movies to me. The jump scare stuff like this is just this one especially is like how far can we push that suspense meter? Yep. And then back it down two notches before we jump out at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I guess there's only so many ways somebody can jump out and scare you before you've seen it all. You know what, man? There is always going to be a shadow for something to jump out of. So. Yeah. Uh, then we have another Netflix <laughs> are you original. Guys, are you guys setting me up? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look behind you. Uh, the next thing we have is another Netflix original called Bird Box with Sandra Bullock. I feel like we could put original in quotes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> this looks kind of like Quiet Place, but... But you no took eyes. out one sense and replaced it with another sense. Yeah, it's like uh, John Malkovich is in a supporting role. Uh, Little Rail is Lil in Rail. it. Little Rail, I love. Dude, he's hilarious too. <laughs> um, you can't look at something because it's gonna make you go crazy. It'll make you see your worst or your most feared thing or something, and like it'll be that'll be the only thing that you see. Which apparently makes you want to drive your car into other cars. Well, and like your eyes got all her eyes got all bloodshot. She's like crying. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy looking. I I'm just saying it's a good thing this is on Netflix because I would probably want to go pay to see this. Now, okay, let's take a Quiet Place out of the equation because I think this looks like I a would good, not go pay to see this. I think this looks like a good movie. Like, what made you what made you say yes to a Quiet Place in the theaters and not honestly? Yeah, Krasinski. Okay, well, when you got that bod six stories tall, you can't quit, right? <laughs> I. Mean, I and the fact that he wrote and directed it, that was rather intriguing. The idea seemed very original to me. It was. At the time. <laughs> now, this this just kind of seems to me like, uh, hey, that worked. Let's take the eyes out and yeah. see what happens. This, this seems like a cross between A uh, Quiet Place and Pitch Black. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of, um, oh, shoot, what was that? Uh, the M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie with um, with the trees. I call him the same. The Happening. The, the Happening. Yeah. 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 It was like that, but with blindfolds. Would yeah. you go pay see this, Brian? No. Would you go if Terry made you go? <laughs> That's not happening. Uh, let's backpedal two episodes where you had to go watch some bullshit because of Terry. Well, it wasn't bullshit. It was A Star is Born. But she, no, there was another one, too. I'm saying that because there's no way she would go see this. Oh. She would definitely not agree to go see this in any shape or form. <laughs> Uh, then we get the next new uh, DC animated, uh, The Reign of Superman, which is the direct sequel to The Death of Superman, which we got a few months ago. And honestly, this seems to be the only thing that DC does right. I'm telling you, man, their cartoons crash. Well, their cartoons and their CW shows crash. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I don't know why they can't take the silver screen. You know, the, the CW shows really aren't good. We Fuck just you. like them. They're good. <laughs> They're good entertainment. They're good entertainment. They're they're, they're not. doing exactly what they need to do. Yeah. I don't need to be blown away. Just show me that dude going really fast. That dude shooting some damn arrows. <laughs> yeah, Green Arrow first season was real good. Yeah, yeah it was Green and like Arrow. Yes, we've all or whatever made. Arrow. Yeah, yeah, has gotten progressively worse. Where I think one. like the Flash has gotten really good. Better yeah, but yeah. Legends of Tomorrow keeps crushing. Personally, I love that show. I. I, I, I watch them all. I like them all. But I, I wouldn't and classify they, them as good cinema or television. They're not going to win a single Emmy. Okay. I don't know why. But Wonder Woman was good. 
Yeah. Oh, th- yeah. They're, they're, DC has moments. They just really struggle with movies. And and Wonder Woman wasn't as good as it could have been. And that you know, we've had this discussion before. My big thing with DC movies, they can't fucking get a villain. They 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 won't go to the well of great villains that they have. They keep pulling these obscure guys out of the woodwork. And, and then yeah, and then you have like the balls in the last five minutes to pull Deathstroke out. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, DC. Yeah, I mean, why are we why are we dealing with Ares and not fifty Death other stroke. great villains for Wonder so, Woman? Yeah, or why true. are we dealing with Steppenwolf instead of, you know, yeah, Omega Beams from Darkseid? You know, why aren't we dealing with a big major baddie? You know, you're bringing all your, and you know, now Aquaman, we're getting his main rival. We're getting his two, yeah, we're getting main, two rivals. main rivals. His two. I will say. It, I mean, just thinking about it, the the whole DC thing. I can watch, um, I can watch the Christian Bale. You know, yes, those were good. Yeah, those were. We exclude bad. that in our DC bash. Okay, <laughs> but I, I'm also that, happy to that watch. That is that is pre DCU. Because I'll also watch the first two with Michael Keaton. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, hell yeah. Any day I'd watch. Yeah. Those. This is more of this. I should like, say modern the Tim Burton day. Batman. This, yeah. is, this yeah. is when once DC became no, the all DC that other shared shows. universe. Yeah. They the, tried to take on the Marvel. Yeah. They became their 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 planned universe. Let's yeah. call it that. The the one that they tried to DC go with World the, is what it's officially called. Oh, when they're trying to go against Marvel, and or the MCU, it's they've. It, it swung and missed several times. So I'm going to skip this last trailer because I want to bring this up. Okay. How does Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Flash stay on the air, but then Netflix has the balls to cancel Luke Cage and Iron Fist? Are you moving into our nerd news? We're going to move into segue? some nerd news. <laughs> My segue. We finally segued. Uh, uh, you know why? You know why? You know why? Once I heard Luke Cage was canceled, I was like, okay, your cards are very apparent now okay you say that like, but did you see what coulter put on instagram he was pretty he much said, like thanks guys i loved being luke cage i'm gonna go do this other shit now yeah he says that because i don't know if he's just waiting for them to back that truck I, you're right i don't know if disney's made their intentions clear but we all know what you're doing we all see the sky. They want something big. They're going to get their streaming service, and they're going to bring Heroes for Hire, and they're going to blow it out of the fucking water. And I am the most excited, because Mike Coulter is Luke Cage. Yeah. All right, hang on a second. Well, aren't Would they... this be a big, bold prediction? I don't think it's that big or bold. I think it's flat out going to happen. I think it's, yeah, I think it's very, very apparent. Well, so, are, are, weren't they talking about him we... crossing over into one of the movies or something? Who? Luke Cage. Not no. to my knowledge. I thought I saw a rumor about that, that he was possibly going to make an appearance in something. Mm-mm. Not to my knowledge. I haven't heard anything about that either. Hmm. Uh, but no, dude, they've got, I mean, because there was nothing wrong with Luke Cage. And it's like like oh, Mike Coulter, when, when Mike Coulter found out about it, he put out a tweet. Uh, there was a picture of him at the end of season two when he's all like decked up in the club and he was like all dressed up and nowhere to go i guess it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, i think the luke cage was the best of all of it i know you guys like dude that second season was so good on yeah. luke cage like the first season had a couple of hits and miss but oh, yeah. i was oh, the music season, carried the first oh, season yeah, and it did and Bushmaster then, crushed as a villain. Bushmaster, I told you, he's the best villain they've had yet. He was good. So you're not too broken up though about Iron Fist. 
I haven't even started second season of Iron Fist yet. <laughs> I've heard people have made it through the first ten minutes. I've made it through the first two or three episodes. I did hear it was only, what, ten episodes now? Yeah. So it's, it's got that going for it, I guess. Uh, are you a fan of the Marvel Netflix shows? I am not. You're not? No. At all? Is that no. just because you haven't watched them, or you watched, gave them a chance and you just... No, I, I, don't have, I don't have the time to watch them. Okay. Understandable. And not, I mean, not like I'm doing something way better. I just... <laughs> choose to use whatever <laughs> free time you have. Exactly. Gotcha. But I do... I, I've, I've heard a lot about Luke Cage, so... Um, I thought... I did think it was weird when I heard it the other day. Yeah. Like, Iron Fist, you could read. Yeah, I could totally see that. It makes sense. And the I, th- I think you'd like the, especially the first season of Luke Cage because the, the the music is so good. And they just yeah, uh, music that. and the costumes and just the cinematography, the yeah. the production value of the first season is outstanding. These yeah. these are the the shows I watch in the background when I'm doing paperwork and stuff. So they're <laughs> you know, it's always there. Yeah, right. Folly from Tribe Called Quest did the entire soundtrack. Like he curated it essentially. Right. I'll so. I'll watch it, <laughs> or just download the playlist. Nice talking. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving from the Speaking small of screen of Marvel, we'll go to the big screen. Uh, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. We got a quick a little sneak peek of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in her rescue armor, it looks like. Yeah, so rescue is the iron version of Pepper Potts, and she's a very real character in the comic books. Uh, granted, her armor is normally red and silver. This one had a more blue, blue? and silver, yeah. and looked more like the um, the concept art of like everybody together, like that I think whole. Like, right. It was a bit more periwinkle and silver. You're probably right. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> is that one of those bold prediction things? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So she. It was a neck down picture and yeah. she's got the big green screen behind her so looks like we will be getting a little bit of rescue and I mean, everybody's that? been saying we were going to get it for like the last every other Iron movie she's in then, yeah. yeah well now we've sure. lost half the heroes so somebody's got to somebody's going to have to step up well, we step don't know up. if we lost her or not apparently we not seen we haven't mm. uh daniel ratcliffe not recognized as harry potter anymore he i was an article i read this, today and i thought totally it was just, you, so. well yeah and i thought it would be interesting given last week's conversation about, you know, can you escape the role that, you know, you play or are you destined to always be Harry Potter or Luke Skywalker? We talked about how some actors are can get out of that shadow sure, of iconic characters and some can't. So, uh, But yeah, Daniel Radcliffe says that the kids don't recognize him as Harry Potter anymore, that they don't like... Because he was so young when he played that role, and now he's like a grown ass man. Oh, just physically. Physically, he's, he's not, not recognized as that recognized. anymore. So I think that that helped. I didn't even think about well, now that. Now he's no longer putting the scar on his forehead. That's probably why. Right, wearing those so. glasses. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess could you make the argument like with Macaulay Culkin that, like, I guess he's not still doing movies, but he will always be the Home Alone kid, right? Yeah. Well, and I feel like yeah, because well, he never escaped that character, so we didn't even think about him. But yeah, yeah, that's a good one. We Uh, were we were all like Luke Skywalker and Harrison Ford, and who made it, who didn't. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like he won't a bit, and I think, and also he didn't, he didn't do a whole lot afterwards. I don't feel like. I mean, he's got his band. Oh, just drugs. Yeah, just a lot of drugs. Uh. They did do that. Did you guys see that Funny or Die video? Mm-hmm. Was it three years ago or so? Where he's like a, a Lyft driver. 
but it's Macaulay Culkin then in Home Alone. <laughs> oh, okay. He's the yeah, 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 yeah. It was funny. But yeah, so that's a good one. Wonder Woman delayed seven months. I saw it on here. You might have to go back a page. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, push the 2020 now. Well, I think they were clearing it of the Star Wars movie. Getting it out of the way so of that. So, I will say that when we were in London last week. Yeah, speaking of Harry Potter. You bring that up? Well, uh, we, we toured Harry Potter Studios. And while we were at Harry Potter Studios, they were filming scenes for Wonder Woman. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How cool. So, I don't know if it was like... Reshoots? Reshoots or, or like rewrites and reshoots. You know, I, I don't know the depth of it, but it was... It wasn't small studio stuff that they were doing. It was like in the distance, big green screens and stuff. So cool. Originally slated to open November 1st next year, the project is now slated to hit right in the middle of summer 2020. Don't they know that's the tail end of summer? Right. And summer's over by June. Uh, it also let's gets see. The Moves it out of the way of the Todd Phillips-directed Joker movie uh, and Shazam. Can we get another mm-hmm. year until Shazam? Yeah. Wow. They're getting ready to do reshoots. Huh. Hmm. Warner Brothers has kicked kicked the long development Mark Wahlberg led $6 billion man off the schedule. Oh, bummer. Uh, who cares? Oh, no. That, there you go. And I wonder if that was going to be a, a comedy in that you, know, you don't get much at $6 million these days. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> or if it was going to be a true good version of that a couple other things i think it came out officially that dc is done with affleck and cavill yeah i thought we talked about that last week well no i think the official 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 yeah came out that they were done with that you know what good on them like take a universe and just take all the your crazy side characters and build a universe out of those guys just kind of like what they're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Bird, Put them both on out. a rocket in the next movie and <laughs> shoot them to Apocalypse. And just say that they'll be back in like 20 years and say that some time loop thing happened. And when they come back, there'll be new, younger actors. And that's how you handle it'll it. Be, it'll be Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe as Batman. <clears throat> uh, Joker cast a young child as Bruce Wayne and an Alfred. Which I thought is interesting. And they're not keeping anything under wraps about this fucking movie. I think that's the other thing that DC always has a problem with is that, like, they can't keep a secret. Like, they just want to blow their load all over the place. And yeah. it's like, hey, man, sometimes you got to work for it. And yes, it's just, it's just all, it's out there. And they're like, man, whatever. Uh, I guess. Everybody saw it. What do you think of this? new alfred series coming out don't give a fuck about that either if what? i can be totally honest how how, how why i've been reading nothing like i read that they hired a tom wayne or thomas wayne and i was like yeah. why the like why the fuck is this a thing yeah and i just could not could not believe it well they kind of did it with the superman thing right well they went to krypton and did the rollback you mean the show krypton yeah yeah where it's like they who they send is that a CW show? No, that's no. a sci-fi show. Okay, but they're getting Lobo this C- season. Yeah, I saw that. Weird. He looks like a Kmart <laughs> costume version of himself. Looks like somebody's really really good Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> really, I'm not. But like that. your friend Fred from down the street, not anybody that knew what the hell they were doing. Right. Uh. 
where do you fall down in the whole Marvel DC? Do you have a preference? Do you? I mean, as a as, as a, a comic child, book or an entertainment. I mean, I, I've always preferred the real characters that don't have actual powers. So I was like, I was into Batman, and I thought, oh, that mm-hmm. Batman's cool because he has to figure this out. And the Flash was like a real dude that then turned into a thing. So I tended to fall more towards DC. Sure. But I will say that uh, Marvel certainly has the movies like. Like, if I want a summer blockbuster, I know that I'm not going to go see the DC piece of crap. I'm going to go <laughs> to see Thor or whatever it is. So, but yeah, when I was a kid reading books, it was always always the DC stuff. Like, New Frontier, I was not a kid for that, but New Frontier is still uh, hands down Darwin one of my Cook is books. one of my favorite artists. Yeah, I'm, I miss Darwin. Not to be too rude, how old are you? 40. You're 40, okay. That's rude as hell, Dad. Well, no, because... Now we're never going to get a lot of moisturizer if you're wondering what it looks like you No, because I think that the timeline has has effect to do with that, that DC was hitting all cylinders when he would have been... Yeah, I remember as a kid, like, reading the Death of Superman comic book, you know, and that was, yeah. like, that was a really big deal. But I would say now kids yeah, are growing up. because you were probably up. 15, 16 when that hit. You were, like, 25? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and now, you know, kids grow yes, up... I'm 10 years older than him. <laughs> Kids grow up watching these Marvel movies, so they're all into Marvel characters, and it's, yeah. it's just a much different. It's a different thing. Yeah, I think sure. I was in eighth grade when uh, when that first Michael Keaton Batman came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it just it rocked my world. But that's you know. so cool. I would have like, I would kill to be that old when that came out. <laughs> you say that now. Uh, <laughs> wait till I, you wait till you are forty, and then you're gonna be going, God, what am I doing? With what have I done? <laughs> This is not my house. Uh, the other thing, I meant to ask both anybody, did anybody see the article that talks about how without the DC animation, we probably would not have the Marvel Cinematic Universe? There's an article out there that talks about... No, because those mo- when those movies were originally coming out, not great. Like, those movies hit a turning point after Iron Man, like right before right before Avengers came out is I would say when those movies started to make a real hard good effort at their movie it's out there you gotta read it though Okay, I found it interesting to say the least well you so. should text it to us or tag us on Facebook not everything's in Facebook Brendan. that's why I said text it to us okay let's move on uh, we're gonna do our walk in the park game and uh, this is where somebody picks a actor and then we're gonna go head to head and name in the movies that they're in and this week Gordon gets the honor of picking the actor, and the three of us are going to go against each other. I think this could be just a, a special bonus and maybe not go towards total. Or it's unless you guys double or nothing. It, unless you guys want to count it, because otherwise I'm pretty I, much... Where I'm at, I'd like to count it. Does, does Brian have to put his devices away for this? Yes, yes he, he does. does. Very much so. It's nine times out of ten he's playing that. Pokemon. Yeah, but you never know with that one. So I, I did ask, right? You, you guys wanted a top tier actor, so somebody with a, a bit of a catalog, like yeah, yeah. You don't want two movies and then Brendan not get the answer, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I I was thinking, and the obscure reference you mentioned earlier with vampires, I'm gonna go with Val Kilmer. Ooh, nice. We like Val. Brian, your birthday's next. You can go first. Yeah, this keeps happening. Uh. I'm gonna go with Real Genius. Tombstone. 
Thank you. <laughs> Let's just get that out of there. Um, Batman Forever. Was that the right Batman he was in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had to think about it. And I was like, no, Clooney was Batman and Robin because that was the sequel. Right. And he was the only one that changed in that for some reason. Um. This is the best there's, part. There's some, there's some big ones that you're missing. Uh, dude, oh, no, no, no. I'm going. I'm trying, every to, I'm trying week, to get my really every deep week. one. Every week. And then there they start is like a huge list think. of them. He's like, no, I'm thinking of like his first one that was on HBO, and it was only on at 2 in the morning. And when the, they played The Red Shoe Diaries. And this yeah. is what happens, so I can't think of anything. And then he's like, no, I can't think of anything. That's like, dude, it was Al Pacino. Just be quiet. Just be quiet for a minute. Be quiet on a podcast. Yeah. Make sure that there's Do you all need the clues dinner. or something? No, 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 no. Um, I just need to be able to focus for one second. Um, you met the man. He took his shirt off. Dude. <laughs> Come on. Oh, well, I'm going to go with the snowman. Okay. For now. He's Yeah, he's the voice in there. Okay. <laughs> no, no. The the more recent one where, with, uh, where they dubbed in his voice and everything. That's what I said. He was the voice in it. He wasn't mm. physically in it, wasn't mm. it? Oh, was he? He was physically. He had no voice. Oh, okay. Because I remember Is you this talking one about Fastbender. Okay, yeah. I remember what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Okay. Top Gun. <laughs> Willow. Ooh. Top Secret. Ah, bastard. That's the one I was gonna go with. Uh. Now I gotta think. Come on. Oh, come on. Why can't you take? Are you serious? I got, wait. I've got come at least on. three in you the You should have been thinking about that. You got three in the can? I got three in the chamber. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. I felt good about it. It's nice. It is easier having more people to do it because then yeah. you do get that little yeah. moment to yeah, think. Yeah. Going back and forth can be a little tricky. Let me think here. <clears throat> you took my secret. God, the secret. The silence is I just crushing. can't. I mean, not yeah. I got... Be silent on a, on a podcast. And he's got his computer open over there cheating. You can see what I'm looking at. <laughs> um. All right, I bow out. Go ahead. Wow. Heat. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. The Saint. The Island of Doctor Moreau. The Ghost in the Darkness. Damn it! That was my other one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. One of my favorite movies of all time. Hmm. All right. I only had three in the chamber, so I have to think for a minute. Uh. I mean, seriously. Pennyworth? Like, that's a thing? That's so bad. I, I just can't. Don't hey man, we might have almost got all of his. No, no. we got a few. I feel like we've barely scratched the surface of the eighties. Yeah. I mean, shit. Even that. I'm 90s just thinking through. I'm thinking through hairstyles and. I just uh, he, the man doesn't age. I don't think. Oh, you should see him he, now. He, he's he pretty rough. At is Comic-Con he? Is he right? Oh, year. okay. Yeah, he. He's got some sort of throat thing going on. That's not We're, cancer, apparently. Yeah, they won't say. Uh, it cancer. was cancer, and he cured it through the power of prayer. Yeah. Idiots. And and chemotherapy yeah. and surgery. <laughs> I am so stupid. Uh, 
Yeah, I know there's... God, there's a lot. What am I missing here? Um... Oh, wow. I just found one. I didn't know. Val, 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 Val. All right, you're going to be kicking. I'm going to start giving you the Jeopardy music. Chicken time clocks here. Wasn't he in... Uh, also in... um 30 seconds. White Earp. Is that your answer? <clears throat> Are you talking about the Kevin Costner wider? You no the you need an answer, one. motherfucker. You can't be asking yes, people. I mean, he was, no, in, he was, he was in, in Tombstone. He was in Tombstone, but wasn't he also in the wider with the? If by wider, ego? nobody is going to answer that. With ego, that was that's Tombstone. Tombstone. No, oh no, that's what it is. He's in wider. Okay, never mind. He's in both movies. <laughs> no, he's no, not. No, no. <laughs> there's a wider that. There's Wyatt Earp's Revenge from 2012, but I don't think anyone no. saw that. There's a Wyatt. There's, there's Wyatt <laughs> Earp that had Kevin Costner in it. Maybe and, it's the um, other guy that we that, that we saw at Comic Con that was in both. Brian Singer. Yeah, he's in both. <laughs> Brian Singer's a director. director. You no, dumbass. No, the other guy. You're talking um, about yeah. Okay. Know, uh, Terminator guy. You need to answer right, now. Yeah, You've had a minute. There's there are two big ones that I that I was thinking of. Yeah, there are. God, we did Top Gun. Um, Saint. Damn. You out? Yeah, I'm just blanking. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Super, his most recent movie. Mm-hmm. The Doors. The Doors. Oh, oh God, that, was the, yeah. that was the big one I was thinking of. True Romance. Is he in that? He's Elvis. Yep. Oh shit! Thunderheart was another one I was. Thunderheart, I love yep. Thunderheart. Yeah, I love that. We watched that movie a lot too. MacGruber, uh, MacGruber. Oh yeah, <laughs> the real McCoy with uh, Kim Basinger. Uh, Basinger. Basinger. Planes. Apparently, I never saw that. Prince of Egypt. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Red Planet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Red 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 Wonderland. He played John Holmes. Oh yeah, Big Dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The man's been out there. I don't so. think I've seen that one. Damn. Okay. He's one of my favorites. He's a good one. How do you spell ERP? E-A-R-P. And it's not... Yeah. He's thinking of the guy that was in Aliens. Yeah. Uh, he was in, in both. I don't think he was. Anyway. Michael Strahan? The guy yes. There's something goofy like that. He was just at Comic-Con this yeah, year. Yeah, he's at Comic-Con. He looked terrible. Um, yeah. Being... Michael Bean. Michael Bean, yeah. I will say that I did look at a picture just now of Val Kilmer, and he does look... He's pretty rough. Oh, he, he has aged more <laughs> than I thought. He, uh, yeah, we now, were... Go ahead. I will, sorry. I, so you, uh, and help me out, because I must be blinking. You said the vampire reference made you think of Val Kilmer? I just, because I don't think he ages. Okay. Because I think, you I know, was trying to think the entire time. I was I like, am I missing a fucking vampire movie? No, no, no. Because I, I think of the doors initially, right? And yeah. Top Gun and those things. And then, you know, he j- he had a long streak where he was like this really sort of young, buff dude in these yeah. films. And then... Yeah, he hit his stride in the mid-90s. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah, you're right. Recent pictures, I, I was... He was... Brian and I went and got his autograph at Comic-Con. And he was in his own... Closed off area. So weird. Nobody. I mean, we've had Carrie Fisher at Comic Con, and this dude is the only one that was like, "I need four walls of curtains." 
And they had like his table was up higher, so that like the table. Please. Sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, sitting down. Yeah, he was sitting down. But yeah. the table was up higher. He was like on a little stage, so like your eyes were like right here at the table. And he was just very frail and timid, almost, and just didn't speak to anybody. Just kind of smiled I, inside. I, I said, and "What did I, what did I say to him? I'm your Huckleberry or something." something. Yeah. I, spun the, I got a little, the little cup signed by him, and uh, gave it to him, and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to be in the Top Gun sequel, so we'll see how I this goes. Don't know that he is or not. Sometimes yeah. meeting people is a real disappointment. It is. It wasn't it that he was a disappointment. It was just that he was, he was, uh, it was kind of sad. You know, he's yeah. going through all that, and but nice that he was there. And I still think I still get his emails. He sends me an email about once a week <laughs> just to check in. Dear Brian, and apparently I signed up for you? something. <laughs> all right, now under our main topic, which is Gordon. Hello. How did you and Brian come to know each other? Because you you are friends with Brian first and foremost, and he drug you in here. So he did. Uh, how did you guys get to know each other? So I used to when I was a youth, used to ride the bicycles a lot, mm-hmm. and I worked at a great bike shop up in uh, at, up at eighty six and Ditch. And you know when that place eventually closed, and I was at that point living on the south side, I needed a new new home so i believe that we met we met through the bicycle world and he came in one day he goes you really need to open up a shop in franklin and i was like here's the lease (laughs) (laughs) it was literally in my hand so you grew up in indianapolis i did yes okay so real quick just take us through the journey of how you grew up to where you're at now first of all tell us what you do now for a living so currently uh, i have lots of jobs um my main job, I'm a professor at Franklin College in the theater department, but I'm also a freelance designer for theater and also a uh, movie producer and general artist. Nice. So, okay, so take us through the journey. You grew up uh, I, in Indy. Yeah, I grew up on the north side of Indianapolis. Um, Sorry, real quick. Last movie I saw was Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> that made me remind. That reminded me of it. Do I begin as David Copperfield? I was born, I was a boy, I grew up a man. Nice. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, yeah, so so then I went to uh, Ithaca College up in upstate New York to study theater. And after that, moved to Cincinnati, taught theater there for a while. Uh, when I was in college, I had always read comic books. Well, I don't... That's kind of getting into the, the last question. but No, you're fine. Um, I started working with, uh, in college, I met my best friends, and they now host the podcast iFanboy, which is, um, for a while we had a video podcast, but it was all mostly just audio, doing comic book stuff. So I used to work with those guys on all the conventions and that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, then I moved to Franklin for work. So did you always know what you wanted to get into theater? Or is that something you stumbled into? The no, theater, could? yeah, theater, I think I always knew that was what I was good at. Not the acting, just the designing. I was going to say, so was it, with your role in theater, was it always that you wanted to teach? So that No, you could? no. I actually never wanted to teach 
are my students listening? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. No, um, I never intended to teach. I always intended to just be a freelance designer. I was going to live in New York and, you know, have the bohemian apartment with six friends and no food. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, all sharing one pack of ramen. Right. And then I, I got an education job. I was like, oh, well, this is steady. <laughs> so, so teaching is nice. And then the ability to freelance on top of that is sort of. Gives you that leeway. It, yeah, I get the creative juices taken care of on one side, and I get the uh, more more regular paycheck and insurance on the other side. So. Now, I assume that you're involved with the productions that the college puts on? Yes. Okay. Are you kind of like faculty advisor? Or are you doing the designing? Are you helping uh, students do the designing? Yeah, it just depends on the show. Uh, most of the designing I do, but we, you know, when we have students that are interested, then I just work with them to, to do it, but... Uh, you know, just we're a small college, so it sort of depends on how many kids we have and how many kids are interested. Most at that age, most kids in college, not all, but most are dead set on being actors. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be in. I'm going to make it. Yeah, I'm going to make it. Okay. And I'm headed out west, and I'm going to make it big, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to make money, you do the uh, the other side. So yeah. Cool. So what are some of the freelance projects you've gotten to work on? Uh, I work, uh, I used to work nationally uh, wherever people would have me, but now now I have kids, so I tend to just work as locally as I can. So uh, currently I'm working on a show up at the Phoenix Theater up in Indianapolis, their okay. Christmas show. Newly remodeled, yeah. Yeah, newly built. New, new newly built, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even remodeled. So the very, very Phoenix Christmas 13, I believe is what they're on. Um, I've done a lot of work at IRT. I do, uh, okay. I work with Shakespeare so we do Shakespeare in the Park every summer up at uh, White River State Park, although now moving to a new park. Ooh. Um, yeah, we're moving to a city park because it's easier to deal with than the state park. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so so I do a lot of freelance stuff. I did actually, I can I can drop this name. Um, when Bermuda had turned 400, like their 400th anniversary of their discovery, I did the show The Tempest there. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare's The Tempest, uh, starring Sir Anthony Stewart Head. Oh, so that was kind of cool. He was playing Prospero. Okay, so. I was going to ask about the that because I, I I saw saw it was credited to you somewhere along the line. Yeah, so I was going to ask you how you ended up out or, or there. Yeah, I worked with someone who recommended me to someone else. You know, it's it's never what you know, it's who you know, and so I I got that job, and uh, that was two thousand and nine that I was out there. Okay. And I've I've bumped into I have a lot of Tony Head stories, but I've bumped into him since then and, and he still remembers and is still a fan, so that was well, that's pretty that cool. Was nice. How long were you out there? Uh I was just out there for a week and a half. Okay. Because I basically like I do all the designing, I did a lot of the work here, took it on the plane, got there, set it all up and then the show opened. So Oh wow. That's cool. Um have you always considered yourself a nerdy kid or a nerdy person? Man, I'm the coolest person I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, I have. Absolutely. Is it in pretty much anything you get into? Like you're talking about riding bikes and you're talking about comics, now the theater. Do you – is it – okay, well, I got a couple. Do you find yourself that you dive into those things head first and then just immerse yourself or are you do you kind of spread yourself – throughout all your different interests yeah i mean i really do i I like to um 
I like to pick things and, and as I would say, do them right. You mm-hmm. know, so maybe that means diving in a little too far with some of them. But sure. <laughs> you know, it just it, it depends on uh, it depends on the thing. But certainly with riding bikes, I got I was very into it. I've now I was going to tell you earlier. I've sold all but two bikes. I only miss one of all the ones I've sold. But um, you know, I, I like to uh, experience the culture as fully as I can for whatever the the interest is the ride the ride (laughs) (laughs) take it all in you have a question uh yeah so uh we've been friends now for uh, a little over a year almost Mm-hmm. Uh, we met because you because I like rum. Because <laughs> <laughs> you frequented the restaurant that I worked at, and it was it was so which, which interesting. One was that? It was, a- uh, it was Black Market on the east end of uh, Mass Ave. It was the east end of Mass Ave. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. favorite restaurant ever. Yeah, uh, and it was it was funny because Brian had because you actually you paint and stuff as well, and Brian had actually gotten me one of your pieces for Christmas, and I I had seen you in the restaurant. And I was like, I came in and you like you were wearing like shirt tie and then your dope sunset high top Vans, and I was like, this dude's the fucking coolest. <laughs> and then come to find out that you were the dude that painted one of my favorite pieces in my house. And then I guess we had also had like an interaction where there was some debate at the table, and I was down at the well, the you know shaking cocktails, and I had like a chimed in with something and. Then it was like, okay, cool, we're cool. And then he came in with Brian, and so it was, it's always been interesting to kind of see how these local relationships yeah, kind of bloom. Indianapolis super, is a small town. Super small for being like a fair – I mean, we're, we're pretty large, yeah. big metropolitan city. But it is weird how we always just kind of keep these tight-knit circles. Um, but leading to my question, so I follow you on Instagram, and I see you're doing Inktober – do you got like has that been a thing that you've always done or I guess like how long have you done that? Yeah, so um so my oldest daughter is this is why we were in England by the way. She's studying in in Scotland. So we were over there visiting. Um but she is currently in college to study theater and art. And I tell her uh she's a very good artist and I tell her often that you just need to keep drawing. Draw every day. Yep. And I have a younger daughter who's 9 who loves art. It's her favorite school subject and i tell her draw every day and then i think man i don't draw every day <laughs> like not even do close. as i say right <laughs> and so um so in an effort to uh keep in touch with lexi over in scotland and and josephine at home i thought well let's do we'll all do inktober together this year so that we're all sort of on top of it together going going at it and it'll just be a little fun thing that the girls can connect on and so sadly for as much art as I do, like as my job in my life, I don't, I don't practice enough just on my own. So I've done Inktober a few times, but I usually flake off like I have so far this past week. Don't you tell people what Inktober is? Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's a hashtag that I happened to notice maybe three years ago um, when I was on it or while on Instagram. Uh, but Inktober is essentially like they're either because you took the fun approach there's one like generally like yeah they're like there's an inktober well, account and they'll have like challenges well there's, right there are prompts and stuff yeah so there's inktober.com and it's 31 drawings in 31 days anybody right. can do it pick up a pen and draw yeah 
essentially then, what October is. And the the one we're actually doing uh, is with Mab Graves. She's a she's an artist. She's mm-hmm. a, she's local, but she's a national artist. So she has her own Hall- or uh, October prompts that are all sort of Halloweeny themed. So we've been we've been doing her prompts as part of our Inktober. Cool. So the three you guys are doing. So are, yeah, okay. each day we'll draw it, and then I I post them all. all it's yeah, it's super fun because you can. Because it's also super interesting to kind of see, like, your take on it. Because it's, I mean, everybody gets the same thing, right. but how they kind of take it and how they so, kind of run with it and being the different ages, I think, is also kind of, like, interesting to see how. Because, yeah. I mean, art, you know, talent knows no age by any stretch. But it is always cool to kind of see, like, how a younger person would view a potion. Right. Or how, like, someone in college views a potion. Well, and, like, yeah, the the most interesting one I thought was the mushroom. Because Josephine is nine, and she won't eat mushrooms, right, <laughs> because she's nine. But she drew, like, a really nice mushroom, and I was like, and that was before I drew mine, so she didn't have mine to, to reference. Look on. at her, yeah. yeah. So that so the, their official prompts lists, and then other artists have their prompts lists. There's, like, yeah, like, anybody could throw it out. And, like, some a lot of the artists that I follow on Instagram will do, like, a theme for the month on their own. Yeah. Like, uh, one of my favorite guys, Justin Peterson, he uh, generally always does a theme. And, like, last year was Villains, and then the reason why I found it was he did um, X-Men. So it was all, like, it was all headshots of different X-Men. And then he ended up putting them in a book and selling it. Yeah. I like this. I didn't know about this. I mean, it's a great way to to just get your brain going to, you know, you just draw. I used to draw a lot, and I've gotten so far out of anything artistic other than building out stores and things <laughs> that uh we'll catch up you got talk, a week left i've been trying to you know get back into doing something once in a while and i like this so like the official word for tomorrow is prickly prickly it's kind of to me it's like do you go to the gym or do you work out at home and if you're not motivated to you know do yeah. it at home but you got to go somewhere this is like the list that oh yeah there's the thing i can spend five minutes or i can spend three hours yeah right Tell me about the diminutive Dominion man? man. Yeah. Tell me about that. So uh, years ago, I was given a creative arts renewal fellowship through the Indianapolis Arts Council, and they, uh, it's kind, of, it basically it's a chunk of money, and you're just supposed to go do something that's not your regular job. So I started I'm trying to think the first sculpture. Oh yeah, yeah. So the first sculpture that I made. Um, I hate shaving. Anybody else? Oh, I love this sculpture. I hate shaving. <laughs> this is one of my favorite. Shaving is, is one of my least favorite things. Uh, but additionally, uh, facial hair is also one of my least favorite things. So. Really? Mm-hmm. I like my, like. So he stays in between. I yeah, I'm just always like, I mean, because I can't shape or do anything right? fun. So it's like either like all there or all not. Yeah. I, I need the I need something in between or I look like I'm 12. But then, <laughs> anyway, so um, I thought about how much I hate both of those things, and, and so I built uh, this little sculpture. Originally, I mean, you saw the final version. Right. Originally, you were supposed to be, like, peering into the bathroom. I was just going to cut eye holes. But um, basically, it was a little tiny man standing on top of a huge pile of hair. So these are like little H.O. scale. Yeah, like little model train. Little model train people he <laughs> finds doing obscure things, and this guy's shaving, right? Yep. And th- so the mountain of hair in-, in that scale would have been, I don't know, like 400 feet tall or something. I mean, yeah. Yeah. some massive. Um, and it, so that sort of spawned like, okay, what other weird, obscure things do we just waste so much time in our life doing? Okay. Um, 
And so another really popular piece from that one was the uh, Jurassic Park Avenue, <laughs> which was a man cutting a topiary of a large dinosaur because I hate yard work. Yeah. Uh, there's also Mobius Lawn, which is a Mobius loop with a man on a lawnmower because, I mean, you know, once You're you never cut done. it, it's, yeah. all, it's growing again, so you sort of always go on. So it became a series uh, of sculptures, paintings, and photographs that originally uh, had a show in L.A., and then I brought it back and did a show up in Indy. Cool. Nice. Um, Star Wars better than Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> okay, tight. <laughs> Has anybody, does anybody say yes to that? Uh, I, I like both, but... I mean, we like both, but... There's really no... I mean, Star Wars and Star right. Trek. Good. Although, kudos to the new Star Trek movies. I do. I can say that. Yeah, the two of them that we're going to get. Yeah, because <laughs> that third one was pretty whack, and then who knows what's going to happen with this Tarantino one. If that happens. If it happens. Uh, okay, so why do you think Star Wars is better than Star Trek? Is it story, or is it... Because a lot of people will equate history to Star Trek being better than Star Wars, and the fact that like you get a more... Like, granted, they have like book series and everything as well, but you get more story from Star Trek? A lot of people say you don't get Star Wars without Star Trek. Well, yeah, there's the that history of thought. It, so, yeah. You don't get Star Trek without Valerian, and we all know that that's true. Well, I think what's mm-hmm. makes Star Wars so good is the prequels and Jar Jar Binks. Okay, right? We're all out time here. Do you want to come back next week, too? <laughs> I, I can talk it. all day about that. <laughs> so the, the pile of hair is, what, 10 inches? Uh, yeah. Scaled would be 72 and a half feet. So, okay. All right. Thank Pretty you. big. In case you want to know. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I remember... Empire, and I remember Return of the Jedi in the theater. Yeah, like I'm just old enough that that those have a place for me. And you were taken to those. I was taken to those. Thanks, cool. thanks, Dad. Um, yeah. So I I don't know if it's just nostalgia or, or if I just feel like it's a better story. You know, I, I mean, it's it's episodic, but not like weekly episodic. Right, it's not, not serial. as many episodes. Yeah, not serial, so you can you can sort of just get into it. So uh, I assume you hold the three original, four, five, six, more dear to your heart than the others. I think Rogue One is pretty amazing. Yep. That's going to be my next question. You came with what, us. what are is your that thoughts? The one you, of, you came to with us to see opening night. Did one I come or to two? Rogue One or did I come to Force Awakens? It was Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to ask, so how do the newer ones compare to? Well, I will say this, too. Um, with, I mean, Josephine just loves them. Yeah. And, like, that is almost more exciting, right? Because it's not it, – yeah. like, all, all the old fanboys were like, oh, I find these issues. But then it's like you see an eight-, nine-year-old who's in love, and you're like, oh, right. Yeah, don't That's what it was like. That's who it's for. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> why I like what I like. Yeah. So it makes me really enjoy them a lot more because it, it gets her into the characters and then it, you know, it's like, all oh, right, yeah, no, we can watch this together. That's cool. Cool. Along the same lines, how long, how are you passing on your nerdy culture to, yeah, as, a so, new, as a new father? Over and here. this will come up uh, probably with merchandise too. But um, so Josephine uh, and Lexi both are super into Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Um, we're you know we're getting ready to do our Nightmare Before Christmas viewing. You know that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. 
Uh, and Lexi, especially the older one, loves all the Marvel movies. Josephine hasn't seen them all. I feel like some are a little not quite there. Okay. For a for a nine year old, but um, so it you know it's it's awesome because they want to go see them. They want to be part of it. They want to do it. Uh, Josephine and I do purchase some of the the pop vinyl figures together. She's into. I'm trying not to have a hoarder collector, but you know, like they're just so damn cute, right? And so you easy. don't want to look behind that curtain. Yeah, <laughs> I so do. Um, yeah, so so definitely they they want to get involved. They want to be part of it. Um, now, is that just because they picked up like you know you wanted to watch Star Wars over the weekend, so you're watching it and they're around, or was it you're going to sit down and watch this and. Josephine, it was definitely you're going to sit down and watch this. Okay, um, she's your first one. She, she's the youngest. She's the youngest. The other one is my stepdaughter. So she she joined my life later in life, um, and she was already sort of into some of that. Is that when you married the secretary from James Bond? It is. My my wife's name last name is it's Money the Penny. best <laughs> last name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's. I mean, they. The Harry Potter thing, like everyone in the house loves it, and so you know, with Josephine, it was just like a no-brainer. Like I'm gonna, I love Harry Potter, and, right? You know, she likes to read them, she likes to watch them. Um, it's just, it's, it's just one of those things. We all make it work. We all just have fun with it. That's cool. And supportive. Yeah. I mean, if they were, God forbid, more into Star Trek, you would, you would still, be there for them. I, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they. It'd be all right. It's okay to make wrong decisions in life. We all have you to grow and you learn. We all have to learn somewhere <laughs> along the lines. I, I did watch an episode of The Worst Witch last night, so you know. <laughs> I mean, because that's what I wonder with my little guy. He just turned a year, but I mean, he's gonna grow up with me, me playing with Legos and me watching Marvel movies and stuff. And I just wonder if it's gonna rub off on him to the decisions that he makes. But at the same time, I'm going to sit down, you know, we sit down on the weekends, we watch the Colts games together, and we, you know, watch baseball and stuff. So mm. it's like... You will hate all this. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's the you thing, know, this but, could be the kick in the nuts. But I no, think I mean, about Grayson's that. The same. I mean, Grayson loves all this stuff, he's exposed to it. You know, what, what was kind of cool about Grayson is that he was very much a young boy to experience the first three Star Wars, or, you know, one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he had that feeling of, this is great. But then we also got to see him grow up and then realize they weren't. That they were trash. <laughs> yeah, so so Josephine... It's that brutal realization. Yeah. I told like, Josephine she fuck? couldn't watch him. Okay. And, and she, I guess, thought it was an age thing or something. Yeah. You know? and, and then her cousin, who's a year younger, was talking about them. And she came home. She's like, how come Oliver could watch him? I was like, oh, sweet. You just can't watch them because they're bad. It <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with yeah. how old you are. No, if, I mean, if you want to watch it, like, of course I own them because there was some special edition pack that came out. Sure, right, right. Right. But they're terrible. <laughs> Brian, you got any questions? You've been uh, where do you, uh, on your laptop. No, I'm just listening along. You guys, I'd, I'd know them a little better, so you know, I'm letting you guys have a little bit fresher questions. But where do you, where do you, you know pull your inspiration for the stuff that you like to do for art not stuff you're necessarily paid for or commissioned to do or um wow that's a good question the stuff i'm not paid for all of it <laughs> uh you know i well i mentioned earlier watching lord of the rings and that's something like lord of the rings i will put on anytime i know i have a 
big pile of work to do, mm-hmm. like drafting or something for a show, because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, here's four hours. Here's, yeah. <laughs> Here we here's go. something that's definitely going to be on, and I'm not going to have to hit next episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I finished this part, and there's another movie I can watch. I can do more work. So so oftentimes, I, I do uh, I do like sort of epic things that, um, and you know, I enjoy the fantasy realm. We watch Game of Thrones, obviously, yeah. and that kind of stuff. So I... Um, but when I'm when I'm doing my own personal work, uh, I always try to think of the audience. My real passion is public art, so I think, okay, who's going to see this? The public. Okay, who in the public do I care about? The grumpy eighty-year-old? Eh, yeah, she's going to be grumpy no matter what. All right, I care about the six-year-old. Okay, what's going to make the six-year-old giggle? And like a parent could look at it and be like, oh, yeah, I get it. You know, and they're not going to be disturbed or frustrated. They're going to see some humor. So I try to find a little bit of whimsy and humor in what I do. Yeah. I mean, that's some of the stuff I like that you do, or like the piece I bought for him, where you've taken the old garage fine Mm -hmm. oil painting that was over grandma's couch and... You throw the Death Star up in the corner. Real subtle, like yeah, oh, real man. subtle stuff. And, so subtle. I didn't yeah. like. It's insane. Most people are like, "Why do you have that Goodwill painting?" <laughs> I'm like, Ugh, "Look in the left hand corner. <laughs> Look again, friend." Yeah. So it's, that's it's, no moon. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It takes a minute sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's those funny. those are the the the, the real cerebral kind of got to sink in. Those are the things you do that I really like. You know, the, like your diminutive man. I mean, even though that was kind of what funded not commission necessarily but it was really your your work yeah you yeah know, and that was happened to there was a lot of free support. form with that money they're like here's yeah. the money do you know there were no no we're just rules, we're just going to support you to do what you do right. right so those kind of things where you really look at it and think a little i, I like that kind of you know a little bit more brainy art yeah um so that's that's the stuff i've always liked about you and, and drawn to the things that you do and and i like to buy for other people and <laughs> yeah pass on. I, I actually and i did a ted talk um about that that show the diminutive man stuff and uh i mean like if we're gonna let's talk about mental health here (laughs) Uh, you know a lot of it was rooted from depression but like also finding finding the humor and the whimsy in that so you can sort of say like it is depressing to think i i mow the lawn (laughs) like (laughs) how many hours have i wasted Mm -hmm. mowing lawns now see okay i find solace in mowing the grass i like it it gives me that I, hour, hour and a half to just yeah, I, listen to music. That's how I was and, before Josephine was born uh-huh. and when she was real young. And when now you, it's like, When your time starts to become more and more valuable and you have less and less of it for yourself, the mowing thing, I was the same, I'm the same way. I mean, I did. I, I love yard work. I love doing, getting behind the mower and just kind of, you know, mentally washing yourself clear of everything and just doing something. But when that starts to tip that scale and now it's it really becomes that chore that right because i'm like you know you're driving to soccer practice now and gymnastics and all that it's like when you find yourself shit, missing and I gotta mow the two lawn. or three weeks in a row <laughs> of mowing the lawn when you really need to be mowing the lawn then, then it becomes that bigger thing that obstacle you can't get through and it's like mine yeah. needs to happen now yeah yeah and and my wife said it the other day she's like you you really have to do it and i was like oh 
gonna wait for the leaves to fall. Yeah, <laughs> I got a Just few more leaves, and then I'm gonna kill the grass. I'm gonna rake and mow on the same day. <laughs> I get what you're you're after though, because my office used to be downtown Indy, and I used to have to park in a parking garage, and I'd always have to park at the top floor, and it was six floors. And I actually sat there and did the math that it how much time I wasted in my life driving up and down the parking. Right. Road. So I totally get what you're after, but I worked in Manhattan for a while, but I lived in Connecticut, so I had to drive to the train station, take the train into Times Square, and then or into Grand Central, and then walk through Times Square to get to my studio because there were no subways that way. And I thought, how much of my day have I, I wasted? So then I started, but and you ride the train, you ride the same train, you get on the same car, so you start seeing all the same people. I was like, well, if, I'm gonna write short stories about all these weirdos that I see every day, <laughs> <Right>. going <laughs> to do their idea. job and. You know, so I tried to not kill that time, but you know, it's like sure, yeah. it's time wasted. Try, yeah. Well, and it's like, yeah, like, uh, what was the? Somebody did something like that. The Spoon yeah. River anthology. Oh, I don't Is know. that what it? There was like a. I'm gonna kick myself. It was like one of the favorite things I read in college, but uh, they did something like that where it was like they visited, like a graveyard. And just made up different stories for all the different uh, all names. The, all the names, yeah. That's cool. So it's like, yeah, it'd be fun to like, just write like, oh yeah, there's. This lady rides the subway every day. Here's her life. Because I don't like to do work, work in that situation. You know, like some people yeah, sure no. take advantage. They're like, oh, I'll get ahead. I like, crush oh, so no. much work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I'm not being paid for this time. So, yeah. Uh, last question I've got, and this may be too big of a question. We talked about a lot of your successes. How do you work through the failures that you have and keep going and get to the point of, here's some money, go do what you want. Or, you know, this is Gordon, he's really good. You ought to give him a chance to, you know, do your do your set designer, you know. How, how do you, through your failures, how do you keep going? Well, there are a lot, so. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's a tough one because uh, even, let me flip it just for a second. People say, what's your favorite thing that you've ever done? Yeah. And, you know, the my easy answer to that is, well, I guess the next project, right? Because you, if I'm too excited about something I've already done, then I'm going to get hung up on it, that and, and not, not be able to create. Not do the next one. So you always sort of want to be excited for the next thing. But at the same time, not everything comes out the best for various reasons, whether it's, you know, your own issues or you've got too many life issues happening so you can't keep up or whatever it is. So it's kind of... Um, I guess just over the years, I've spent too many hours beating myself up about it and just thinking, well, that's not helping anyone either. So I better just plow through and hope for the best. I mean, because a lot of artistic people or art, you know, people are involved with it. I mean, to me, it's it's very opinionated. And it's like what you said. It's not how you do it. It's who you, or it's who you know, basically. Right. I mean, because you're basically doing something and then asking somebody else's approval for it to become popular or for you to move on to do your next thing. So, I mean, is it just your internal drive that keeps you going for that? Or is it, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess, again, it's it's really the, it's the only thing I know how to do. Okay. Like, I have to do it. It has sure. to happen. Or, I like, I, I guess it's I, part ex- of your soul. I explode yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, feeling. But I did. I had a mentor, and this helped me many, many years ago. I had a mentor that I uh, assisted for, and he said, "You can be a good designer with a bad attitude and get a little bit of work, 
where you can be a bad designer with a good attitude and get a little bit of work. Or you can be a good designer with a good attitude and get a lot of work. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you are just, if you're someone that's pleasant, like even if it's not your best design, but you're pleasant to work with, you're probably going to get to work with those people again. Or you're going to get, they're going to pass your name on. The and, reputation yeah. gets right. built, yeah. Yeah, this guy's not a pain in the ass. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, these designs are amazing, but he's a real asshole. Oh, okay, well, we can maybe use them. Or, eh, his designs are pretty good, and he's really yeah. pleasant. Hey. Hey. Ooh. All right, that sounds workable. You don't want to work with that prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> you got any questions? Uh, I mean, yeah, I was just going to, because we talked enough, I feel like, about how you kind of got into the nerd culture, saying reading and your favorite kind of hero growing up. I guess, has your favorite kind of hero now, like, evolved any? Or do you still fancy that, like, I'm a regular, like, an Iron Man, Batman type guy? Yeah, I, I definitely still prefer that that type of hero. Okay. Just, the self-made hero? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like superpowers are such a... They're a given, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's because you have that inborn work ethic that... You know, it takes hard work to achieve something good. So, you know, you see that in those people right. and in what you do day to day. And So you're always striving to be Batman. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, or, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, How's that utility belt coming? If, <laughs> if someone gives me that serum from Captain America, I don't, like, I won't, I won't say no. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have abs overnight. <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah. This no, is amazing. It's eight minute <laughs> Eight minute, yeah, excuse me. But uh I mean just looking around the room, like I think Thor like he, that last movie was hilarious. Yeah. And fun. Sure. Yeah. And like his powers they don't even bother me like the way that Superman's do, you know, because <laughs> I get it. Like he's a god, so it's okay. Yeah, you kinda paint it that way where it's like Superman was literally accidentally dropped off here and had the entire world given to him. Right. So we've had this argument before. I, I fucking hate Superman, but I understand his place in the world, and we wouldn't have everything else if we didn't have Superman. Still, I feel like he is. Uh, I just feel like he's not needed anymore. Like we get it. We've developed other characters now. You could have killed him in the '90s, and everything would have smooth sailed out of that. <laughs> just left him dead. Uh, just left him dead. You literally opened the door. Created four characters. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I won't. I won't. Brian, okay. any uh, other questions for our oh, guest? Oh man, I did have a good one a minute ago, and uh, it escapes me now. Uh, what? Um, how much does you know the pop culture kind of stuff influence what you do? Or do you enjoy that for yourself and do other things artistically? Yeah, I think I just enjoy it for myself. Yeah. I mean, w- back in the day, like when I had to work, work the conventions and stuff, that was, then it was like work. And I mean, I hated going to Comic-Con. Yeah. It was the worst. <laughs> I loved going to San Diego. Yeah. It, but then I'm like, oh my God, this is so awful. Um, As an artist. As you a, hated it. As a human. As yeah. a human. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a human, I hated it because, it, you know, I was there trying to work, but also I wanted to see friends or other artists that were doing cool stuff. And, you know, it was just too crowded and too much this and that. And, oh, God, another fucking costume. And, like, I'm sure it's a really great costume, but, like, now nah, you've, you've, you're blocking the aisle because everyone's taking your picture. <laughs> you know, and it was just like I got so jaded on it that it, it – 
all that stuff became not fun. So I really, personally, I like the separation of, okay, this is pop culture and I want to enjoy it versus this is work and I mm. sometimes enjoy it, but like if I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with the stuff I do enjoy. Does that make gotcha. sense? Yeah, absolutely. And you draw inspiration from those things though, for your own art. Certainly, uh, yeah. I mean, certainly from from some of the more epic fantasy type stuff. That ha- you know, big sweeping scenery type stuff. Sure. You know, like the the Thor movies. I mean, there's some scenery, but the, you, like you're looking at the actors. Lord of the Rings, you're looking at like the, the landscape, thing, yeah. the world. You know, and as a set designer, you're really you're designing a world. So I like to think about it that way. Well, and I think, and that probably makes sense then. Why like. The first two Thors, yeah, like not so much set driven, but I feel like that last one where they really, I mean, they were yeah. like right after it. Yeah, the the last one I felt like was, I mean, it was just a night and day difference. I don't know the first one. I mean, they're introducing you to Asgard, and I thought they did a relatively pretty good job with that. Yeah, I mean, I just, now, granted, most of it was computer. Most generated. of it, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I mean. Like where, as they, I mean, with Ragnarok, they went pretty realistic with it. I guess or what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, obviously, like the tower, practical, practical. I felt a lot of that was practical, but I mean, not the 200 story, you know, Coliseum, Tower, sure. but for a lot of like when him or and half the characters, <laughs> no, please, but the piles <laughs> of trash and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, it's interesting. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, England or Arizona. Sure. It was a place that they created. I get you. Hundo sitting right here. I don't, I don't do the IVs. Yeah, but you might want to get it. <laughs> and I don't play during podcasts. Oh, Josephine plays so I can Okay, well, thank you very much for coming. We do appreciate it. No, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's fun. First official official interview. What's your favorite movie? This is an interview, like a job question. (laughs) I always ask this when I'm interviewing somebody for the job. Is that uh, ketchup? Throw it out there. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I got one. I do have an answer to this. It, because it's something that uh, I actually I often ask my students like what's your favorite movie and they're like I can't tell you one I'm like all right give me five I don't care but, right um, one that is always in my list that I could sit down and watch any day is Edward Scissorhands okay <laughs> now do you is that because that of the a, world the, the world building of that because that's got a pretty there there are a lot of factors that go into it one uh, I celebrate two holidays well three because my birthday is a holiday but um, I celebrate Halloween and Christmas, and that's a very good. And so I was gonna, yeah, so I was gonna ask follow up: Do you consider it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's like Nightmare Before Christmas. It can go both. Because we we actually, so on Halloween, we'll come home in costume from trick or treating. We'll get out the first Christmas tree. So it's sort of like a a thing. That's how we roll in our house. You bust your Christmas tree out the day after Halloween? Just the first tree. You have multiple. Yes. Okay, sorry guys, we gotta we open up a whole other can of worms here. I used How many to Christmas the, trees do you have? I used to design the Christmas windows in New York. So get out of here. That was when I was living in Manhattan. I was or working in Manhattan. I was doing Saks Fifth Avenue and Lord and Taylor Christmas windows. So did you retain any of that cool stuff from those? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, commercial Christmas, I love it. I love the decorations. So, so like back in our day when we were little kids, the thing was we went downtown. Right, Indy to the airs and the, the blocks air, yeah. and and exactly. all the animatronics and stuff like that, and I so want to find some of those. I uh, mean, I ha- I do have. I a, found a couple of them once in an antique store, and it was so expensive. I do have a couple hot pieces in my office. Yeah, that I took when I left, but 
<laughs> like an arm and stuff. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Edward Scissorhands. Uh, one, it's a sad love story that doesn't work out. Those are always a winner in my book. It's got the Christmas slash Halloween thing. Uh, I mean, I grew up loving Winona Ryder, right? That was a, yeah. That was a thing for my it's generation. <laughs> and and I think Johnny Depp is great in it. So. And Tim Burton. Did I mention Tim, Tim Burton? Burton. <laughs> I it's it's I have issues with Johnny Depp now, but Johnny Depp then I was very big fan of. Uh, and then you have a lot of issues with Tim Burton, but I I, love I, Tim I have Tim Burton issues, but I love Tim Burton. There there's a Tim Burton shark moment where it he jumped and it just got overdone, mm. and it definitely after Edward Scissorhands after Batman, probably. I, I mean, post Nightmare for Christmas. Well, Nightmare, yeah, he didn't direct that, but he was I involved. Think in it, right? He was an executive yeah, producer. He was executive right? producer, yeah. and, and it was his story. Okay, but it was it was at some point when he overused what's her name for the you Helena, his, his wife. Oh yeah, for the Helena, yeah Helena, Helena the, Bottom Carter for the fifteenth time. It, it all there's a point. Right, and I really liked him up until that very point. Very actors. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, again, though, his his worlds that he creates are very much in that whimsy sort of, like there's another element to him that I like. So, I mean, that being said, some of his stuff, like the Alice in Wonderland stuff is just terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, he was not the a big one fan. Was... I was super excited for that and did not enjoy that as much as I wanted it to or much as I wanted to. And he was good. Wasn't he the one that was going to do Superman with Nick Cage? Yeah, well, I was getting ready to ask. The Clash of Year Two Worlds. Have you seen the, the Death of Superman Lives, the documentary about the Tim Burton Superman no. book? No. Oh, but I whole, know about it. The whole it, scene with him in the office and It's put, out there putting where him in the costume. It's, oh. it's like as much detail as they could possibly give you about this movie that never happened. With him directing it, Nicolas Cage as Superman. Superman. Long black hair, like um, 90s Superman. I mean, even down to the point where they're doing pictures of him in the different costumes and some of the production. And right. it was kind of, they started with the Kevin Smith script and then went off on some other tangents. Some other, yeah. Because Ke- oh, yeah, Kevin Smith was attached John, to right, but he didn't direct. John Peters was producing and that guy had his own vision. And it's worth a watch. Okay. Uh, if you can find it. I I know it was on Showtime for a while. I don't know if it's made its way to Netflix or anything this like that. This is going to be like trying to find the Star Wars Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's out there. It's out there. It's a legit documentary. Um, well, the scene when he's in the office with Nick Cage for one of the first times, and they're talking about the costume, and and that's when I realized that how bizarre of a person Nick Cage must really <laughs> yeah. be. It's, sure. it's painful. Yeah, spending time with... Like I said earlier, meeting your celebrity heroes yeah. or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes you're like, oh, no, I just want to remember you from The Rock or... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it's that kind of a moment. You you really lose. But, you know, I've watched The Rock since and I'm okay still. So. <laughs> okay, so can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, sure. Because no this, this came up with a friend a few weeks ago and, um, and this is the right crew to ask it to. The Rock, not the movie, but the guy. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. He improves every movie he's in. Agreed. Like he improves the movie or he improves as an actor? No, he improves the movie. And there, 
I'm hard pressed to name another actor that does that with the caveat that you can't like we're not talking about like a Meryl Streep movie. Right. Like you're talking about some terrible I, like San Andreas have, which would have been yeah, awful. I've I think on here I've said that his career path is almost mirrored Arnold Schwarzenegger's to the letter. I mean it's it's almost the same kind of intro into the into filmmaking, the same kind of movies initially, you know, progressing into comedies and you know, he'll do some stupid serious drama at some point, but you know, and then he'll be president. <laughs> you know, it's 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 what's going to happen. And I mean, he does. He gets better and better the more he's in it. And Have he, you ever watched Ballers? Oh yeah, I love I mean, that show. Yeah, he's really good in that. So, did you say he improves the movie, or is he is he is improving I, with the? I think the he improves the movie. Yeah. Like San Andreas would not be so, a good movie if watch, it were not for the. Rock. Watch 2012, right, yeah. with John Cusack. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, all right. And then put The Rock in it. And then watch San Andreas, which is 2012, with The with Rock, the rock. Yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie. This was a good movie. <laughs> and even where I thought he was going to... It's gonna, John Cusack that's the problem. Where I, <laughs> pardon the pun, but where I thought he was going to trip and fall in Skyscraper, Yeah, since he doesn't have a leg. Uh, uh, he has a leg. He, Spoilers. He actually... It actually was a better movie than I thought it would be. And I can't remember why right. we went and because saw it. But you say that a he lot was in about it. his movies, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. I mean, you really think he's going to stumble and fall at some point and be really, you I just, know. I just worry for him because he doesn't stop working. Yeah. But, <laughs> but is, there, is there another actor that does that? Actually, that's a really, really good question. Like, I'm sure we could find a flop or two, but, like, on the whole, he has improved every movie that he's in. He's improved the actual film. He took a shit script. Yeah, he makes it bearable. <laughs> you know, sometimes. I mean, Jumanji would not have been. I was all set to hate Jumanji. Yeah, I was like, I this is going to be terrible. And then my pants. It was so good. It was so good. It just ended too quickly. You know, yeah. it's, it's over too fast. You're like, no, I want 15 more minutes. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I'm sure there's some out there like that, but the only other one I could sort of come up with was Joan Cusack. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's. I was gonna uh, say Steve Martin. I mean, because he there there are some movies that he did that without Steve Martin probably would not be. My movies. Blue Heaven. That's it. That's My a Blue good Heaven. Ellie Story. Dead Men Wear Plaid. I think The Jerk. Yeah, uh, The Jerk would not have worked with anyone else. Well, no, that was his material. I mean, it was. It was know. him, Carl Reiner. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, you can. You say the same thing about Robin Williams with some of his as well. I, can, I was going to say, I was, thinking, flops. I was thinking, like, I was thinking Tom Hanks. Well, he's a goddamn American treasure. Well, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't say but anything it's about like, Tom Hanks. No, you can't, Don't you though, say anything. You, I mean, you look at, <laughs> Larry, like, you look at Larry Crown. Well, Tom Hanks is more of, even he, if he's in a bad movie, he's good. Right, and and, well, and, and also a, he's not picking, like, disaster films. Well, no, no, but I, like, but you, like, you take a movie, like, Larry Crown, or, like, The Terminal. Like, I would never go watch those movies if it wasn't for Tom Hanks. And if Tom Hanks wasn't in them, I don't think they would have done as well. But I could see what you're saying, whereas, like, you take, like, a critically known shit film and do it. Because I guess his big thing is that he works with Spielberg. I don't know. What, right. a, what about uh, Rampage? That was one of my favorite video games. Mine, too. <laughs> I have the little, like, 
Walmart version I on have, my desk at work right is now. Is it even out? I haven't watched it because I don't want to ruin my theory. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, he watched it, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you'll have to watch it now. Okay. I will. I, I think it's probably the movie that will test your theory. Okay. I don't think there's a bigger actor out there right now. No, he's the most paid or the highest paid actor. But it's also because he, like you said, he doesn't stop working. So yeah, he's or he's the top it. grossing just because he's making so Everything. many things. You know, yeah. it's, it's not he's getting paid the most per film, but he's making our, making RPG up for it. Still does, doesn't he? Or RJ sure. D. Robert Jenny. Yeah, Robert yeah. Jr. RDJ. Yeah, they're right. Okay, well, that was my rock Second theory. Coming. Thank gotcha. you. I like Dig it. it. Thanks I for like taking it. me with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move it on to merchandise before we wrap up. Uh, Brian, anything particular you're after? I, nope. Just waiting out till uh, Saturday. You know, this, this, this birthday week is this week, so. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. So I can't buy or, or do anything. Well, that's, that's this weekend? It's coming up. And then it's November, and you can't buy anything in November for yourself because Christmas, Christmas is right. Yeah, yeah, so. This is like a really hard dry spell for you, bud. I know. Well, it's all right. I'm fine with it. I at least get that last weekend in October. <laughs> what about you, Brendan? No, I haven't Did you get your a... damn minifigs yet? Not. I'm still missing the two. I haven't got to really go back and dig in because they, I mean, they do make it awkward. I do feel weird. And then I was like, well, fuck this. I'll just go to the Lego store, and I'm like, it's like right the there center. by the counter, <laughs> and like it's nothing but kids and weird moms in there. Yeah, we're we're all very we much into the about. Lego minifig right. packs, and he's very much into Harry Potter, so he's been. And Target has moved them all to the checkout counter. They're uh, no longer back so where you, you just can, have to like scoop them all off and take them with you. <laughs> I mean, like I do yeah. the right thing and I bring back the ones I don't. The process buy, is to feel through the bag to figure out which ones you're getting, <laughs> and it, they've made it quite a bit harder now. Well, speaking of quite a bit harder, we saw the picture, but I haven't seen it in real life. They're actually the individual cased. We talked about that last week. Did yeah, we? yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't yeah. remember. Over in merry old England. England. They're, usually they're just in a big box. Right. So there's a store out there that's putting them into like... They're uh, taking the individual boxes. packages out and like sandwiching them in plastic cases. So you you can. should have just asked me. I was... Was there? Oh, the, you no, don't want that because you, you can't feel it around. You can't feel them. Yeah. 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 So it's a, like old DVD or a video store yeah. boxes. You know, right. they're putting them in. So, Gordon, any merchandise you are enjoying lately? Yeah. Well, so I mentioned it earlier. The pop vinyl figures that they have um, the exclusive to the park Tiki Enchanted Tiki Room mm-hmm. ones. I I need those. <laughs> <laughs> I need them. And. uh uh, we were just doing the Harry Potter Studios tour. I I don't know why. I need a wand. Like, I need one in the so worst way. They're so cool. I saw this at Target. The Funko wand. Is it Funko that's doing it? I don't think it's Funko. Well, it seems like the same but packaging as their it's, new. It's a it's a full blown wand. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's nine of them. They're in a fucking blind box. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> no, they're just like the wand boxes from the wand shop. You know, when you uh-huh. go and get right. your wand. But, but, the but they're in a wrapper. Yeah. It looks like a Duraflame log. Yeah. It's, it's, what? It, it's it's white and it's sealed. Yeah. So you don't know who you you're just getting. feel the box and there's like collect all nine, but you don't know which fucking one you're getting. I feel like it's in that same series as the new Funko figures that we were looking at, the Harry I Potter ones that yeah. aren't the big pops but the the, the like actual star. action figures. Yeah, the five, five star, star stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I yeah. don't think the wands are Harry Potter. Okay. Or a Funko. Fine star. Okay. I thought just glancing at them on the shelf, I thought they were all together and Looked 
like they live together so yeah there's a harry potter section now at target yeah and apparently target is expanding their toy section to pick up for toys r us Us being gone and plus christmas is coming so they're making the shelves bigger and shit but yeah there's a whole harry potter section and i looked at it i'm like you gotta be kidding me i do kind of want that harry potter uh lego hogwarts too oh that thing looks insane how many pieces is it like it was what 64 it's, it's a lot. Was it that, that many? I thought it was 31. Josephine has the Millennium Falcon. I got her that one. The UCS? No. no. Not the $750 one, right? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, we're all, I mean, we're all I, about I, to I, have I, some I, mad I, respect I, for the you. The catalog's like, right there. Just want to look. It's in there. Okay. But we had a good time putting that together. So I was like, oh, well, she's older now. We could get the castle, Hogwarts castle. Heck that'd be yeah. a good, that'd yeah. be a fun build because you can stretch it out over time. And Yeah. Like I say, you know, instead of for Legos are the new puzzles of this era. They are, for sure. sure you know? I'm saving them for the winter. Except they have instructions. <laughs> yeah, I've been like, because I've been going, I've been collecting Oops. them, but I've been slowly digging in. And then I just thought about that the other day. I was like, oh, I guess I have to go buy more Lego sets. Because <laughs> I love building them. I can't, I can't stop. That's when I hit my, like, stress wall. Like, I'm just coming home. I'm done. I've had too much. I'll break open a, you know, and it's never one, one of the big poly ones. bags it's, or whatever. No, it's it's more the mid like twenty to twenty five dollar set. Okay, you know, I have a few of those. Seems like we always have a few of those on hand now, and I'll lay there and build it. And <laughs> I'm way better. Just it's funny. It's that great makes therapy mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, you finally delivered. Uh, yeah, Ted. Do you have any merchandise that you uh, are thinking about? No. <laughs> uh, Brendan finally brought the 10-inch Hulk home. Home to Asgard. It seems bigger. Well, it what she is said. way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I saw it, and I was like, That's is not this 10 inches. Music? Yeah, I was like, is it? Yeah. I know 10 inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bust this out when we're done. Yeah. Yeah. So... I do love the fact that you told her not to put that stupid tape handle on. Oh my yeah. god, I almost lost it on her. Well, now, yeah. and do you do you open your toys? Do you save the boxes then, or do you? Yeah, yeah, I will. Okay. I will. I, I unfortunately got into Funko a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it's infuriating because they keep adding on to it. Right. So I told myself forever, forever, yeah. No. And so I told myself I'm going to finish Ragnarok, and, and now I'm down to two. I've got to get two more, and then the second wave of the Masters of the Universe. Okay. Man fan. And then I'm like, and then I'll be a little bit more selective about the ones that I want because Brian, Brendan, no, I'm a completionist. I want yeah, the yeah. whole thing. And I you can't it. do that with Funko because they'll do Funko because they'll do these. Oh, here's an exclusive to right. Seattle comic the glow in the dark version. Yeah. And then yeah. here's this variant. And this is a think geek exclusive and that shit drives me crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, and it's just they, they just can't stop picking up different genres. Did you see they had the oh, Lost Boys? Everything. Yeah. yeah. The Frog, Frog Brothers. Brothers. Oh, yeah. man. Well, yeah, like I'm a big Darkwing Duck fan. Yeah. I yeah. saw so, those. So, you know, I've got, the, I've got the Darkwing Duck ones, and it's like, well, these I are got kind the of obscure. Pad. And then, you know, it's just one of those things. Cause, yeah, because that's your – that's I think that's your Facebook profile tag or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. Is the, yeah. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> I'm the I, I believe I say I'm the the one that eats all the cookies. <laughs> I'm the terror that flaps in the night. 
Uh, Brandon, you made a lovely drink for everybody tonight as we were sitting. I did, yes. We'll, so we'll, we'll, once we'll, we do these interviews, we'll do. I'll showcase a little bit of my skills. I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you come up with a name in it what for it, and what's in it? Yeah, so uh, Gordon is called the Professor Strain on his Facebook. And so I figured, uh, and I also know that he loves rum and tiki drinks. So I went with a uh, rum-based uh, tiki-ish drink where I got my crushed ice out. Uh, but we did some of the Jamaican or the uh, Appleton Jamaican You're rum. Uh, we got the Special. And I did some. And so I figured I would try to also uh, incorporate some local-ness uh, to the drink when I make these now. Uh, so we didn't get super local, but Copper and Kings, I have their orange curacao in here, uh, and it's been barrel aged, so it's ninety proof. Um, then we did some Angostura bitters, did some chocolate bitters, some fresh lime juice, and then a little bit of apple cider that we got at Anderson Orchard mm-hmm. this weekend. And so I shook that up and poured it over some ice and gave them a give us a nice little X Men X Men garnish. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and so I figured with Gordon being the professor and that it was fall based, I figured we'd go with the fall semester. Very nice. I like that. All right, Gordon, a guy walks into the bar out of anybody that you want to sit down and have a beer with. Who is it? Oh man. Alive or dead. I wish I had been thinking about this. I think he's more of a cocktail guy. (laughs) I should have had an answer already. Hey, you left that wide open. I mean, I you asked him, him what his favorite or... movie was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Like, it, I had this I'd... outline, though, apparently since, like, 2.35 this afternoon, so. Well, yeah, that's a little bit my fault. You think I could figure it out, but. Um... Man, who do I want to talk to? I think I'd probably want to talk to. That was a dog, right? That yeah. was the dog. <laughs> that was the dog. Was now, something's not going to jump out at me now. Like, he's thinking so Surprise! hard. Surprise! What? Scary. Why is this so hard? Do, do we need to narrow it down for you? Like I say, like who? Which Star Wars character would you want to say? I was yeah, I was gonna say if you needed some oh, help. Oh, so now we're even into characters. I was thinking like just <laughs> real life people. Well, yeah. Sometimes I mean, yeah, sometimes we do real people. Sometimes we do fictional characters. And so since you went with Star Wars over Star Trek, as you should, uh, Padme or Leia. Well, well, now you just like <laughs> narrowed it way down. Okay, if we're gonna answer that question. Like I have a whole story that is not for right now because it takes too long, but about <laughs> almost dating Natalie Portman. So almost dating her. So I'm gonna go with the. No, I'm afraid we're gonna have to <laughs> extend tonight <laughs> and uh, hear the rest of the story. I mean, I can tell it. It's, it's your podcast. You tell me. I, I think everybody's dying to hear it. Well, I mean, we I could save it for a, we could save it for a part two. Yeah, bring Gordon I mean, back. You want to do a part two? Yeah, okay, it's up to him. I, I'll do whatever you. This it's, is your show. Yeah, we'll save, it, we'll save it for a part two. All That'll right. be a fun cliffhanger. If he's to make more sure willing to come back for w- a part two, would you come two, back? We'll yeah, of course. Okay, okay. All right. there we go. I already knew two of you and liked you. <laughs> so. And I know we've been to a movie together. Yeah, right? and we've there been to a movie together. So <laughs> there you go. But yeah, yeah I, I, in that situation, I would pick uh, Natalie Portman. Oh, I figured you would have gone with Leia since you've probably already had drinks with Padme. No, I mean, I love Leia, but but if if we're being real. I just watched her hot Sounds ones like episode today. Sounds like there's some today. unfinished business with Natalie Borman. All right. 
Okay. Well, I think that's my wife's do- listening too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Brandon, my beautiful wife. Sorry, did I say my beautiful <laughs> wife? <laughs> oh, I think you came, you Love came his way, life. way ahead on this one. Right. Uh, Brendan, on the social medias, where can people find us? On Facebook, you can find us just by searching for Nerdspeak. Uh, generally, we do a Facebook Live edition of our episodes. Uh, and So you can pay attention to that around Mondays, around 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us with the handle at Nerdspeak underscore. You can always give us advice or uh, any other tidbits for life that you disagree with or agree with or have ideas for by using the hashtag nerd versus or nerd actors speak. for the walk in the park game. Actors for the walk in the park game can come from there as well. Brian, if uh, people want to shower us with money and gifts, how do they do that? Well, you can send anything to me, care of Brian, <laughs> uh, or you can go to nerdspeak.com or dot one. Sorry. God, I almost did it. Um, where we have a link to Patreon, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak. There you can become a patron. Uh, we have different levels of uh, patronage that you can participate in, get you different stuff. Uh, feel free to join us there. I think we're going to test out something this weekend, maybe launch uh, a little competition amongst our Patreon members. A little competition. And us. So we'll talk about that yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah. We yeah I think that. we'll give it a dry run this weekend and then uh, talk and about it next week. look at that. After 80 episodes, he doesn't need to have the piece of paper in front of him anymore. Good. Nice. I've never had the paper. Nice. What are you talking about? Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Tell us how good we are, how bad we are. And I think that'll do it this week. So, Brian, say goodbye. Goodbye. Gordon. Good evening. So long, Nerd Nation. All right, everybody have a good week. We're out.